Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, 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 no image or dark horse. Reality is the word. That's disgusting. Hello. That's disgusting. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat. I'm Desmond. And I'm Rich. And we're your hosts for this hour-long, roughly hour-long look into comic book goodness. Uh, we do it every week here on MixLR. If you're not listening to us live, um, you can definitely go to our SoundCloud and listen to everything we've done for the last five seasons because we can you believe that Shit, it's it's been over two years that we've been doing this this show for all of you out there in magical i guess internet land we're also doing uh, streaming it live a live video um on facebook as well so our facebook group and our facebook group is the geek Geek Chat. chat so definitely you know check it out there if you like us so um, Rich, do you have a couple of, um... The announcements? A couple of announcements for us? You want me to get to for you? Let's see. You always have announcements. Um, this is our last show. Not forever, but at least until the middle of January. We're taking our winter break. But in the winter break, there will be five, five episodes? Roughly five episodes of our winter yes, series. the winter series, which is not on Facebook Live, sorry. But it will be at our SoundCloud page for sure. Yes, it'll be on SoundCloud, and we are also are going to try to do. Um, I hate your cat shit. What? My cat shit? You love my cat shit. Uh, I started making cat memes. If you uh, if you all know who I am, you know I love my fucking cat memes. So, um, but yes, we'll be posting. Uh, we'll be posting those live, not live, but we'll be posting them on every um, week. Every week on Mondays, we're going to have a show for you, roughly thirty minutes to an hour, talking about this week's. Um, not this week's. Well, the week's, the week's new comic books that we love, yes, and that you should be, you know, yes. reading and whatnot. The reason we're doing it is because uh, IVX has started. We care about our mutants. Don't care about the Inhumans that much, <laughs> and we still want to bring you, you know, something new, something you can listen to, something you can listen to, something you can dance to, something that makes you happy. I don't know about the dancing. What are they going to dance to? Uh, they can dance to our Dosser tones. Hi. Um, <laughs> What? It makes sense. Um, also, uh, during the winter break, we will we will be working on our website as well as our. Well, he will be. Yeah, uh, with, with input from this guy, and we will be. Uh, I'm so sorry, Emily. You have ice. That oh sucks. yes, you do need one of his Chewbacca hats. It's actually Chewbacca. My my hat was made by by fantastic lesbian friends of ours. <laughs> you know, they uh, Paul and I. Paul got one, and I got one, and I wanted to wear it so. But yes, his is his is a Chewbacca hat. Yes. But um, but yes, we'll have we'll have stuff for you during our winter break. So do not worry, uh, we'll be around. Um, we'll have the Patreon up and running in January as well. That way, if you guys want to help out the Geek Chat, you can feel free to donate. Let us know and help us out and all that good shit too. So we love you all. Um, so I guess that's. I mean, it's sad. It's our it is our last it is our last episode for a while. Yes, I'm so sad. He is not sad. And I'm so, I have a tear in my eye, a tear in my beer. A tear in your beer? My beer. Just, As he's crying, he's, he's crying into his beer. Um, it's our last show. It is our last show. Uh, for Only for a while, though. And then we will be back. Um, we that haven't damn de- fly is back. We haven't, we haven't decided. fucking fly is back. <laughs> we haven't decided when we're going to come back in January, but it will be within, like, you know, the mid, the midterm. Maybe so. the end. You know, who knows? No, it'll probably be the mid. Yeah. The mid to the end. Okay. To the neck, to the back. So what did you... Oh, my God. If you haven't... If anyone who knows who Kaya is, um, the girl that sang My Neck, My Back, she did a Christmas song and doesn't swear. We were expecting her to, like, just... Yeah, no. It, it's a straight-up Christmas song. We really were expecting her to, like, have an, making Santa liquor, like, crack, crack or, or whatever, or, yeah, but something. she's not. Like, mm-hmm. it's an actual, like, full-on... Christmas song. Real, real Christmas song. It's very shocking. So okay. So what did you like? Um, why don't you start? Because I have to go check and make sure okay, that everything's checking everything. So so why don't you go ahead and start with this? Right I'm going to start with a book called Thunderbolts. And even though there's a giant number one on the cover, it's Marvel's ploy to let you know this is a jumping on point. Though sometimes their jumping on points don't make any sense. Like I said, this is issue seven. So all this is 
is number seven. And it continues on. Bucky got captured. Bucky was trying to kill Spider-Man because Spider-Man was going to kill Captain America. And Bucky has a thing for Captain America. So we went out to kill Spider-Man. S.H.I.E.L.D. captures him. And now he is sitting in a cell. The cover is a little, um, I don't want to say baity, but uh, Songbird is in the book. She has nothing to do with this image at all. Um, like I just said, Songbird comes back. The rest of the team knows Bucky's been captured. They're going to go in. They're going to get him out. Um, the best thing about this issue was the art and the, the more of the Cap Hydra. Because in it, Cap is questioning, why did you do this? I didn't ask you. And Bucky's like, because I love you. <laughs> and Cap was like, but do you trust me? No, Jesus. And that right there is the question. So, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Because um, he wants Kobik. Cap wants Kobik. So, great issue. The reason I read this, when the artist, the regular artist isn't on it, that's when I read this issue. That's why I thought it was a great issue. Dislike the main artist? This one right here, great figure work. The... Um, you can feel the weight on the page between the angriness in Bucky and then him talking to Cap. Really good issue. I really liked it. Um, I might have to check it out. This issue, at least, I would recommend. And maybe if the original artist isn't on it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So You're probably a wonderful human being who's never going to watch our podcast, but I don't think you can draw very well. Wow. Um, okay, so... Well, let me rephrase that. You drew amazing in the '90s because this entire book, when you draw it, looks like the '90s, and that's not a good thing. But maybe he's a maybe he's not an old school artist. Maybe he's like a an artist that has been around for a while, and like his style his, hasn't changed. And well, maybe no, 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 no. I'm saying maybe he's a new artist trying to mimic was, that. But he's influenced oh, no, by '90s no, no, no. art style, not even one of the good art too. styles. Okay, enough me. about that. All right, so the next one is uh, the Ultimates. Number one, an actual number one, and it's Ultimates 2, as Actually, indicated by the two. it's not. Leave it's me alone. It's more like Ultimates it, number, whatever number the last you know one got to. You know what? It's, it's, it's number one. It's unnecessary number one. It's it is, just a continuation of the same story. But no, it's not, actually, Ooh, because why? because they talk about what happened after Civil War. Remember that, everybody? Wait a minute. It's not over yet. It's remember Civil War? So this, it's reading the future? It kind of is. <gasps> this, 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 this magical book. This whole book is like Ulysses. It's amazing. Um, I didn't read it. I forgot to read it. Um, <laughs> but it has travel foreman, which is amazing. I love you, his art. You love travel foreman, so that's why I was surprised that you hadn't read it. So it's travel foreman and Ewing, Al Ewing, Al Ewing and it's some Al. weird psychedelia stuff in which, in which. Um, if you're familiar with the cosmic entities of the Marvel Universe, that's where these are. The whole Marvel Universe lives within the body of Eternity, which is this guy who lives outside of reality because he is reality, and 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 other another reality is chaining him or doing some weird BDSM stuff to him. I don't know, but he's this not into it. Really interesting. He's book. not into it, and so because the Ultimates have breached reality's belly button, flew out and saw the white space outside. They're like, okay, dirty. You you have to help us. You have to help us. You have to help us mm. do stuff. And so, and so Galactus, who was the life bringer, is like, hey, you know, you guys were watching this. You came out, and I want you to help us. So, so Galactus and the the antimatter guy that was int introduced in the last Ultimates get the team back together. You mean and Ultimates One? Ultimates One, not Ultimates in the Ultimates Universe, oh. but Ultimates One of the new Six One Six. Ha ha. Um. And all you need to know is that America Chavez now leads it. That is awesome. Because for whatever reason, her powers is she's super strong and shit like that, but she can kick holes in reality. So I'm thinking to myself, in in the context of this book, in which in which the universe itself is made up by eternity, who is this guy, you know, living in the white with all these other realities. Is she literally kicking? Is she literally like kicking out? parts of eternity to get into other parts i mean what's really going on here i don't know what's really going what's on? really going on here so i don't know what's you know happening. she's getting her own book right yes i'll probably read it actually um but it's just he a weird says that if you now like, he'll read the number one and never read it again probably not um if you like weird kind of mind bendy high concept sci-fi stuff then you probably will like that you like this if yeah. not well there you go <laughs> So do I want something I liked or something I didn't like? Uh, it's whatever you want, right. dear. So I just want to say, 
that if you know me, you know that I've been looking forward to this book for decades. It's Mask from IDW. When it was announced, I was really excited. And then I read it. And it makes me really sad. And why does it make you sad? Because it wasn't good. And why wasn't it good? Because it just wasn't. They just, I, it's really weird, this world that they've created Mask in, because it's attached to Rom and G.I. Joe and Transformers. And while that sounds amazing and fun, I think it really just didn't, didn't help in the Mask's favor. I read it, and as a fan, I was really disappointed. I'm going to read the next one to see if it gets better, but just it didn't it didn't hit it for me at all. Um, okay, that's just sad though because you were a masked guy. I know. Well, didn't the well did the what's the name the evil guy the evil guy of um of the scarab did he look cute at least? That is, you just merged two. Scarab isn't scarab the evil? That's in Bionic Six. That's Doctor Scarab. Oh my God! <laughs> but didn't but didn't the guy didn't the guy well weren't they both evil mustachioed guys? This one has a mustache. See, that's what I mean. It's Miles Mayhem. Yeah, Miles Mayhem okay. looks just Miles like Miles Mayhem started it. Yes, Miles Mayhem looks just like Doctor Scarab in Bionic Six. They literally look like they 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 could be twins. Like they're from the they. It's like they were. They were evil twins that were born and then separated, and one went off to the Mask universe, and one went off oh. to the Bionic Six universe. That's why I always thought they no. were connected. I do want to end that on because, a good no, note. No, seriously, though, because you had, oh you had Bionicle people, and then you had Bionicle machines, much like you had Voltron with the lions, and then you had Voltron with the, with, with the, uh, with the, the cars. See? It's all connected. Cartoons are all connected. You just have to see the strands, people. Uh, next is Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supremes. That was one of your you other ones. You scare me. What? I'm just saying. <laughs> so I really enjoy this book. I don't like the main book as much as Des does. Um, in this, I love it because it's a team dynamic. They all have different personalities. Some you just don't like, period. And it has Wiccan, an adult Wiccan, who is still together with Hulkling, and they have a child. And spoiler alert, Wiccan's dying. But Merlin can help. It really isn't a Doctor Strange book. He's in it. He does stuff. Merlin helps all. The young one is arrogant and just (laughs) just a jerk. Instead of the old one, he's the young one. The young one, yeah. And, you know, he breaks his arm and he needs help from the doctor. Or was it foot? He broke something. Did you ever watch the show, The Young Ones? No. Okay. What was it? It's an old BBC show. No. About punks and weirdness. No. Margaret Thatcher. Okay, Uh, the art is great. It matches the book. It's on number two. I highly recommend Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme. Yes, it's an ongoing. So Eh, let's not throw that word around. Okay, Marvel refuses to use the word miniseries. (laughs) You know why? Because they never know what's going to stick and what's not. That's right. I mean, Nighthawk lasted five issues or six issues. Hyperion lasted what four? You know, I think no, 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 no. no, no, It lasted longer. It It lasted longer than Nighthawk. I think. Solo, all those mercenary, Merc for Mercenary, they're not going to last to 12. Nope. So, yeah, for now, it's a number two, and I highly recommend it. Okay, so we have uh, Great Lakes Avengers. I forgot to read this as well. Uh, number two, and I am i don't know what's going on with Marvel. That's not going to last and to I, 12. And I, and I mentioned this before in the, last, in the last one. And again, sorry for not being here last, last week. I had a really bad cold, so I do apologize for and that. And I am a germaphobe. I wanted to be nowhere near him. It, it was because I was like, I was like, I was like, I could do it. It's I'm okay, like, I no! could do it. And I was all, <laughs> and he's like, no, we're gonna cancel it. It's like I can't get sick during the holidays. But anyway, Marvel needs to do something with their printing or something because like you had the same problem. Yeah, same problem. Like I took pictures of it. It was in um one of the four ninety nine books was was fucked up. I don't, wow, it's Did like you send it to Marvel. It was um, I really should tweet at Marvel about it. It was in Not um they care, but yeah, go for it. It was in, I mean, yeah, I was gonna talk about it because it was in uh, X Men X Men versus Inhumans number mm-hmm. zero issue zero. It had some of the ones where the where the the ink was just faded. It was not. It's horrible. So I think what I'm gonna start doing now is I'm just gonna start taking pictures of it and then just like tweeting it Bombard at Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Here, you like what's going and on? You, you should guys? too if you have it. And I know pretty much everyone in the world tweets now. Um, do it. Tweet at Marvel, and let's start at one of those hashtaggy things. Yeah, because I like we're, we're get your shit together. No, you don't want to say that. <laughs> we're uh, we're paying four dollars, sometimes five and upwards of six dollars for these comics get. sometimes, and we should be getting you know 
better stuff for our product. I get it. You know, we, they improved they improved the paper. The printing quality is supposed to be better, but this but the the inking isn't sticking it's to just it. It's not good. So, um, I really enjoyed Great Lakes Avengers. I didn't read it in its first incarnation. Rich did. Uh, because he's that old and and i was just like okay uh what's going on with these characters and it's just this modly crew it's literally like the uh, inferior five of the avengers and they're why is the dog girl named good boy because they think it's a boy they don't because i think when she's a werewolf they assume where they, they assume that they assume her gender and in, in werewolves have boobs oh no she doesn't have boobs in this does she when I she, she had boobs when she turns into a wolf i don't think she has boobs no she doesn't. Oh, yeah. When she turns into a wolf, she she doesn't have any poop. So, so, so I think people assume her gender as being male when she's I actually. I think that's a pretty girl. wrong because you know there are some very nice young ladies that don't have them. Oh, and then uh, Immortal Man is trying to is trying. So basically, what, why Immortal Man was 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 buried in the last issue was because he is a friend of his told him that he wanted him to he wanted to be buried because uh, he didn't he wants to be he wants to. Basically, abstain from everything and stop doing drugs. So he told his friend to bury. He doesn't him. want to do drugs, so he gets buried. Yeah, he told his friend to bury there him for a year. There is a new technique. Yeah, and then he's and he's like freaking out and stuff. So he's because he really doesn't need because like if he starves to death, he'll just die and then wake up hungry. Or and so and so the only thing that that the guy did was he he has a hole in the ground so he can actually breathe because he would just continually continually suffocate over and over again. That would be horrible. So How the do guy you refresh this. So the guy. Well, so the guy who's taking care of him will will oh, yeah. s- slowly Thank put you. stuff down there in order for him to 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 understand or to um to live. But so doorman, but no, because the funny thing, doorman senses his death and then finds out where he is and goes and saves him. Oh Jesus! But the whole thing about it was doorman was all like, "How long have you been in here?" And he's like, "Probably about three or four months," because doorman was off off world or off another dimension so we didn't know and so when this time when when mr mortal was dying uh he he felt him dying and he was like okay so he went he went to where he was and doorman was like he was telling doorman why he's there and doorman's like just took him out just popped him out and he was just like i'm sorry i had to take you out because you smelled horrible how long have you been in there and he's like he's like so, i've been there for like three months so is like, there any the the first one was bringing the team together slowly. Yep, there's a villain in there. In, there is in, a villain finally. There's a villain in Salt Lake City, and I don't want to spoil it because it's hilarious who the villain is. Is it someone we know? Uh, no, it's not. But but it's just let me just say that the Avengers are lawyered up, bitches. They are lawyered up. <laughs> No, because they get arrested for disturbing the peace, and then the Avengers lawyer shows up and is just like, "I'll throw so much red tape at this." Blah, 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 blah. Well, they are Avengers. I mean, they you know, are Avengers when you now. Destroy a city, you, you just kind of let that it's, slide. It's a good. It, it's in the vein of uh, that Justice League thing that Justice Keith League G- International no, by Giffen y- and yeah, the Giffen. It's like that. If you like that, um, so funny. It, it's funny. It's got a little bit of action, but it's more so funny. And and I really like. I really like the writing. Zach Gorman is really good. It's it's a fun read. It, it kind of made me really want to go back and read those Great Lakes Avengers just to see exactly who these characters are or were or or were. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. Do you want to do your last one or do you want to start on the books? Uh, my last one is just Prowler. Um, I bring it up because again, this is their tie-in to a fantastic, tastic show, comic book, uh, the Clone Conspiracy. Yep. It's great. It actually ties into the book, although you do not need it. It's much better than any other tie-ins that Civil War had. It's really good, and it's about the Prowler. Wait him. a minute, that is better than the Miles Morales issues. Um, no, 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 not that. I'm talking about an actual, an actual book that was created for as a tie-in. Oh, okay, okay. okay you know, this okay. book was created as a tie-in, not, a, not, not a, not a, a featuring and an ongoing book. This book was created for the tie-in, and it's actually good. We get to see Julia Carpenter That's what you mean by com- come okay. back. We get to see more, more of what's going on with the, with the new female Electro. We get to see a little bit why you know the Prowler is is all about new you. It's just a really good book, like. I really feel that um, the people who were, um, you know, the the Svengali uh, slot really has is working with these people to to really tell a very cohesive, strong story. This is really good stuff, you guys. It's really good. The art, the art is smashing. 
Wow, really you pick had it up. three good books. I really did, actually. And then I we're really going to get to our pile. <laughs> Maybe pile we should. The pile wasn't so bad. No, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. that bad. It wasn't week. that good. It was. It was just because it was. It's a fifth week. Last week was the fifth week, and whenever there's a fifth week, you you kind of get. I don't want to say the dregs, but you get you get stuff that's kind of. Like you don't get any normal books. Well, for DC, usually. because of fifth week, they usually put out annuals, and then anything late, yeah. and that is when they usually dump. The fifth week is when they dump Brian Hitch's Gone on Too Long series, Justice League of America. Yeah, and the only reason you got a new Suicide Squad was because the it ran late for a couple of weeks, exactly, and it needed to get out before Justice League versus Suicide Squad. So that's why they added that to the fifth week because. DC, when it was the New 52, they tried to give you, you know, the same books every every yep. week. Didn't work in all the cases, so the fifth week was irrelevant, and that's when the annuals started happening. And in the New Rebirth, we still get just fill-in annuals, which both uh, annuals kind of were. But the, yeah, I, I honestly, I usually don't buy annuals, but, but... I know. I texted him, and you still wouldn't give me a damn answer. <laughs> Um, I, I I usually don't like annuals, especially not, not people es- do. especially not the new, the new form of annuals. I don't know. Um, because Marvel it, used to put their events in their annuals. Because well, and that was the thing. It's like when you were when you were younger. It's like you saw an annual. And you know, this was like this was like some good shit. Like yes. something was gonna happen. It's like the annuals were the really good story. In an are. annual is where Danny first learned how to change her wish power. Do you remember when she was changed yep. and she had the the spear and she's like. I, she made a car and then she got pulled over and she made her license and the car disappeared. And it was in an annual, a backup of an annual where her character, the, the powers grew. Yep. And then um, she learned to make it into a necklace. Asgardian wars, all that stuff was all in these really awesome annuals. So, so when an annual came out, it was a big deal. And it's like now <laughs> fast forward to now, it, they're not it's so filler. much. It is filler, but there was one book particular from dc that was not filler and another one that i feel was um we're going to talk about the one that was not filler first and that is uh superman, superman annual number one because you know it's an annual number one peter j tomasi and patrick gleason did the story jorge jimenez did the art you must have been happy Woo-hoo, i was uh alejandro sanchez did the colors sedia temufanti was the letter and the cover was done by Jimenez and Sanchez. Um, I don't know. I on Thursday when I do my reading, I looked at it. I kind of flipped through, and I was like, I don't want to read this. And then he came in, and we were talking about it. And I'm like, okay, well now I have to read it. And I sat today and I read it. I don't feel like it was Jimenez's best work. I think there were a lot of great touches in it. Um, I love the way he drew the cape. I like the way he draws folds in the clothing. It's not tight to the body. Background's very scarce, but the fight scenes between Superman and then when they molded, and the them I mean Swamp Thing shows up. And Swamp Thing senses something wrong with the world because Superman sucks too much of the sun up that the old one didn't. And say, uh, Swamp Thing comes to help him. The story was um, long, like I felt, it felt padded in places. I loved it. I know, I knew you would. I didn't think it was padded at all. Oh, it felt padded. Felt padded to me. Um, I think it felt padded to fill the page count. Some of the designs and the things that the artist did were great. The bleeding eyes of Superman, um, reliving Superman's life here. I, it was good. The best part was the Superman Swamp thing. Like that alone is, I wouldn't say worth the price, but. That's gorgeous. Like that is where I think the artist you love, Jimenez, gets it right. Uh, yeah, but I think one thing that I loved about the story that really spoke to me about this is is it felt this was somewhat I don't say a game changer only because this is it's like a one and done. You get in there, but it's like a it's it's like a meta message about about how people. And how we can accept this change with this Superman. Because this is the old Superman. And it's how he relates to this new universe that he occupies. And and Swamp Thing was trying to attune him to this new world. That way he would not um, be so much of a detriment to it. And so there was these a lot of talk about letting go of that old life. 
um, and letting it still be a not letting go of it so that it's not it's not what defines you. It's just one of the things that that makes you. And I was just like, oh, that was really cool because like like are we living too much in the past about 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 our like about these characters? You know, w- do we stop them from 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 growing or whatever? Mm. Just these kind of it was just this kind of meta narrative about that. You know, mm. and that's why I'm thinking like because because here's the thing. Up oh, drink. drink. Um this is an this is the pre-Flashpoint Superman existing in the post-Flashpoint universe. So we can't go back to what it was, but we still have a character from there, a reminder from there. So we as readers, and this is again me being, you know, more meta, we as readers, you know, can be like Superman in in that we can start to attune ourselves more to this new this new 52 and if they're gonna and if they're going to do quality stories like this i think it's okay and and i think this speaks to a larger you know to largely what the dc universe you know this new dc universe is trying to do with bringing in the new superman with um with actually having good quality writing and, and actually listening to the fans and, and, and kind of pulling back some of the the stuff that made DC so great. So, so that the new 52 just makes them up, but it doesn't define them. I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those things that I, I no, I, I read it and I was just like, wow, this is really, I didn't get any of that. You know, it's just, it's just, I got, I could cut this by like 10 pages and it would have been well, fine no, because it's just like Superman was just thinking about all the, the old stuff. And then because this swamp thing is about the new 52 and he's trying to save the new 52 and the Superman that's here is still thinking about this lingering past. Are we still thinking about the lingering past? Because DC is not going to change what they're doing anymore. I'm like, this is this is kind of like what it is, right? And and it's like Superman is is trying to, as we are trying to like just live, yeah, and and enjoy these comics. I don't no. know. It's, it's just a really good message, and I really love that. You know, Jimenez is part of this 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 writing group of Tomaze, uh, Gleason, um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Oh my god, I'm forgetting Didn't his name. Didn't Doug Mankey do some Mankey, uh, Mankey. He's the other one. Yeah, they're all like within that that guild of of, of writers who, who who are working on the Superman book. That I think Let's is creator. Really, Mankey's not a writer. He's he the might artist. be. Who knows? He, he might he probably be will. Brian Hitches. So I just want to say it's a really good book. As Pick opposed to that, which is one story throughout the entire pages, which pushes a really strong narrative about change and how Superman can adapt to this new world. We get this, which the Batman annual is actually five or six smaller stories told with a holiday theme. So where one is all about a character, this is just different stories about different people. Because Harley has it. We meet the uh, ace, the bat hound gets an origin. Uh, The Harley's one was done by Neil Adams. We got... These weird, I still don't know what this was. I really didn't. I read through this, but I was like, God, this is tough. The best thing about this for me was Riley Rosmo. He is drawing Batman. He drew, was it Detective or the regular Batman? Uh, Detective. It was, no, it's it regular Batman. It was regular Batman. You're right. I love Riley Rosmo's art. I followed him in his career. Proof was amazing. So the fact that DC has him, he is a different look for them. And it really was, the story was really not as strong as the story. Um, the art was beautiful. So that for me, the highlight of this book was the two stories he drew. Um, and we get uh, in, did you read this? I read it all. Okay. The I last board completely. The la- <laughs> Sorry. Board. I didn't like it. The last artist, is the new artist of Wonder Woman. So if you're curious about the new artist on Wonder Woman that's replacing Nicola I Scott. Didn't, I didn't remember who this woman was. Who is that? I have no clue. Okay. So maybe she's maybe this is uh, the future but, of but another story. It is. I don't know. They they, know. they were all disjointed stories and the only thing that 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 put brought them together again like Rich said was was that it was Christmas. And I'm like, "Okay, so it's it, it's a night in the life of Batman during Christmas." Although technically it's not because the Ace story took a whole year, and I thought the Ace story was kind of 
cool how he redeemed an evil Joker dog, you know, who killed these other dogs and it was wild. And then the whole thing is Alfred trying to, you know, uh, make become make it more make it become more gentle. And then Bruce didn't understand what was going on, but there's a parallel between him and Bruce and blah blah blah. So so I get it what they're trying to do, and that was kind of cool. But the rest of it was just like, why are why is this here? I just felt I don't know where. Where Superman had a, a full-on a message and yeah. a purpose, and it, and, it, and it furthered the narrative of of this character, this one character, as he adapts to to um this new reality. This one was just like a night. Yes, I'm still talking about it, Charles, Uncle C. So you're just gonna have to you know live with it. Um, we call him Uncle C because he knows why. He knows um, why. Uncle C. So the next book we're gonna talk about is Miss Marvel. Uh, a missed. Marvel, <laughs> Mist Marvel, Ugh. because Mist Marvel uh, has a great message that was completely missed because it yes. was shipped late. So, uh, writer was G. Willow Wilson. Artist was uh, Mirka. Mirka and Alfo. Thank you. Uh, Ian Herring did the color. You it was Carlos. Thank you. BC's Joe Caramanga. It was the oh. letterer. Nacho Sabino. Not just Sabino, Joe Caramanga. Miss Marvel goes to the polls. Uh, This issue, Marvel just should have released it before. So it is a. It's basically Miss Marvel trying to get people to get out there and vote. Mm -hmm. Young people get out there and vote. It's that's that's the crux of it. It's a one and done thirteenth issue, in between two other issues about her doing stuff. And great message, great art. Missed opportunity for Marvel. I don't know. Really, you like the art? For for this, yes. I thought the art was kind of. I thought the art was just kind of okay. Actually, it reminded me of uh, Runaways in that in the palette. Really, the color, the palette. Okay, the palette. Yeah, I can like, see I it. I really but... liked. Okay, so for me, I guess the colorist, whatever his name, Ian, whatever, did a great job. I thought this looked great. And it fits in with the rest of the art styles that they've had. Yes, yes, yes. To, to, to quote Uncle C, speaking of Miss Marvel, let me tell you about how good that last Superman, that, that <laughs> Superman <laughs> annual is. True. Superman annual, better than this. Um, I think we're, I think for the rest of the, um, the, rest oh of the show, I'm going to compare everything to the Superman annual. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so, so again, we don't have much to say about this because it, it's a one and done. I mean, you either voted or you didn't. The message was completely lost because it was shipped late. But I mean, good try, Miss Wilson. Okay, just, like one thing. We're done. I th- one thing oh. I think they could have missed, wh- wh- which was a miss, was they really could have um, tied that in, tied this into uh, Loki, the Loki comic where he's trying to vote. And I think it would have been really interesting to have the two of them meet because I think he's a little bit older, but they're still tweens. And I think it would have been really kind of fun to have them have this kind of mental debate about it um, and have them meet. So I think it was. I think for them, it was a missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. So everybody, um, for oh, our it's user, time. yep, it's a thirty-minute commercial. He forgot. Um, Want to say um, you can always listen to us on MixLR. If you do not listen to the live show or watch the live feed on Facebook, you can always check out all five of our seasons on uh, MixLR. You can also find us on uh, Twitch. Not Twitch, sorry. Twitch? What no, the hell is that? Twitch is a streaming service. You can't find us on Twitch, sorry. You can find us on YouTube. Yes. You can find us on iTunes. Yes. You can find us on Stitcher. Yes. You can find us on uh, Google Plus because it's Google. Why not? I, I, okay. Um, is that going to be like the MySpace of 2016? Uh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, you can find us on Tumblr. So you can just, instead of going to a porn site on Tumblr, you can just search the Geek Chat because that's the only That way. is porn. We're Geek comic porn. book porn, yes. Um, and you can find us on thegeekchat.com. Just a reminder, if you're just tuning in. Um, six this, ways to find us. Six ways to find us. Uh, this is our last show before uh, before our summer break. Sorry, our winter wow. break. In which we will we're be, freezing and you're like, summer I break? Uh, before our winter break, in which we're going to be taking roughly five five to six, week, six weeks off. But we will have uh, new, new content. content. It just won't be live content. So every week we will give you uh, reviews about the comics that you know we've been reading and liking and and uh more superman annuals for charles um well then it would be called an annual yeah 
So stay in tune for that. Also, this week we we have our point five in which we talk about the fantastic CW superhero crossover show. So tune in on Thursday for that. It'll be on uh, on the uh, Mix Alarm, and then we're gonna do one more It'll show. It'll be on the SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Thank you. We're doing we're gonna be doing one more show uh, next week for the uh, the wrap up of the fall shows before they go on their winters their winter sabbatical as well. So we have a lot more stuff coming up. What um, were you two doing last night? I don't know. Um, wow. I know you got to ask Boomer if you want to know. Um, <laughs> also, uh, we have one last thing, and that you was let dogs watch. Uh, I thought you did. Oh God, no! Um, did you let the cats watch? Uh, no, we don't have any cats anymore. But, but when did. you did, yeah, yo, no, kick all them out. She <laughs> oh. completely derailed me, sirs. I'm I don't, sorry. Or, sirs and madams. <laughs> I don't know what we're else to talk about. So we're just gonna we're keep done. moving on. So. All right. So the next one we're gonna do is No Angel from Black Mass Comics. Um, this is number one. It's created and written by Adrienne Palacki. She is Palacki. I love that last name, by the way. Mockingbird on Agents of Shield, or which was. I, which I hope she comes back. I hope they bring him back since their since their show's not around. Yeah, she out of a job. <laughs> and her brother Eric Palacki. Is it Palicki? Palacki. I think it's Palacki. Palicki. Okay. Well, my East Coast says it different. Do you think is it one of those things where where she's using her her name? for him Hell because, yeah. because he it went fucking to- looks like her uh, this is basically i think their tv idea like i can totally see this being their tv you know what i didn't even think about that you're right this could have totally been a um like a netflix show or yeah, something like that i think that's what it might have been and she's like you know what i'm not agents of shield let's write a comic and now she's regretting it because well it's right here well no that's not true though because maybe she's doing the whole mark millar thing i mean he writes everything he writes is something to be optioned for a movie or television so show. maybe she's going to get all this out and they're gonna be like oh my god that's amazing you need to star in it yeah okay so let's tell them who drew it pencils and inks by ari saharazad i think colors and i'm sorry if i butchered the name colors by jean paul zuka letters by jim campbell Right. All right. That Jim Campbell was very hard. It was. It took me. I practiced all afternoon. Uh, so the book is about uh, Adrienne Palacki having been in war. She's back. Uh, her dad died. Her dad died. And someone died. It's all about a guy with spiders in her eye. And she finds out she has a sister that's an angel. I, I'll, yeah. I like the art. The story was good. It just wasn't. It needs a little bit more for me. For me. What did you think? I was bored. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, there, there was nothing that was really kind of like. There was just. There was just nothing that was really kind of like drawing me. The in. last page was about. That's what. That's why I'm going to read the next issue. You know. <laughs> it was funny though because because at the end they previewed. They previewed. Oh my some stuff. god! The drags looks crazy. No, no. So okay, so, so I didn't realize that that was not part of the <laughs> when I was flipping through it. I didn't realize that was not part of the of the of the comic, and I thought it was part of the comic. I was like, I was like, what the hell's going on in this comic? And then I, then I was like, oh, it's something completely different. Oh, it's a preview for another comic. Because I was like, damn, this comic took a really <laughs> grotesque turn. All of a they, sudden, what they do is fucking they eating they people and kill, shit. They kill like, a homeless what? person. They. Strip him of all his body parts, teeth, nose. They skin him. They take out his guts. They put it into a meat grinder, make sausages, and then feed it in what looks like a little like tapas bar. Yeah, thing. They, they like feed it in like a in like a really upper upper scale Soho like bar. So it's like they're literally like getting all their. It's that actually looked really cool. It seems to be like, like I'm a looking weird, forward to reviewing that weird Sweeney Todd type of thing in which you know they they're killing homeless people and like serving it to like upper echelon uh, but with people but i don't think the people know that they're being that they're eating homeless people like at least i hope not i don't know that was crazy oh they do say that you know man is the most dangerous game they do huh mm-hmm. okay and and cannibals call us long pig did you know that i did not mm-hmm. that's the name for so if everyone if anyone wants to serve you long pig and you and you have a and you have like a brother or a sister that's been missing you're probably gonna eat them wow just saying and on that note, I'm surprised you don't know that being from the Appalachia. Oh, we call it something different. Right? <laughs> and if I say that, my clan will have to come get me. Oh shit! Come and get me. Uh huh. Make some barbecue. So I don't want to reveal. I revealed nothing. <laughs> Uncle Billy Joe Bob. Uncle Billy Joe Bob, how you doing? All right. So Billy Joe Bob. <laughs> Uncle Billy Joe Bob. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You said you didn't <sighs> like this. Uh, No, actually, I didn't. This I was, is, oh, this should be fun. People. I was saddened by this. This should be fun. So it is DC's Rebirth, Teen Titans number two. Um, I have a bit of history, just a small, quick oh, bit of history geez. about Teen Titans, and that's because John Boy Myers and the writer was writing this together. <laughs> and then uh, he left due to creative differences, and he only did the Rebirth number one, and then he did the, the actual number one of the series, and then he left. So the, the writer stayed on, but there's a new artist. The artist was actually pretty good. There were three artists in this. I, I noticed that too. So the but the overall arcing the overall art style I was had the thing put in. Oh, that you, you took it out. You put it right there, and then you handed it to oh, me. Oh shit! I'm sorry, bastard. <laughs> um, I don't know. So yes, it was three different artists, but their art styles were very similar. So I really didn't notice any difference. Which is hilarious. Anyway, talk about the book. I'll find the creators. I don't know. I had it already once. Um, right there. If I had to give one word for the book, it would be generic. Um, Ooh, ouch. Well, because it is. You love that number one. I did, I, and I'm saddened by it because now we know why the team has been put together, and it sucks. Uh, <laughs> no, there was only one pinceler. Really? Mm-hmm. Inkers were different. Then. Yeah, there were there were multiple inkers. That's what it was. There were actually. And it changed. It literally changed the way. There were two the different. Forms in, yeah, looked. yeah. That's what I mean. Like the the first inker was, I thought a little bit was a little. It was much softer. And um, the inks were a lot softer, and the the colorists because there were there were different colorists too. So, mm-hmm. so it's uh Benjamin Percy did the story and the words. Uh, Diogenes Nieves, Nieves. Nieves did he, the pencils. He was on the New Mutants a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. That's that's where I recognize him from. Then. Okay. Uh, Rue Jesus. No, sorry. Rue Rue Jose. And Sean Pearson to the inks. And Jim. <laughs> oh my God. Chara Lampetus. I did that right. Chara Lampetus. And John. This is a hard Cal- one for you. Calice Cal- <laughs> did the colors. And Larissa was by Corey Breen. You got that one. And the cover was by John Boy Myers. Like Jim Campbell. So I hate you so much. <laughs> um, I did not care for this book at all. I read it and. So the reason why this is happening oh, is because so there is a there is a there is a uh, Damien had to come back to League of Assassins because he's thirteen and I guess when you're thirteen that's when you become a man and that's when you become a man of League of Assassins and he had a team of assassins that he was supposed to lead which is surprisingly like the assassins that he was supposed to lead who Convenient, are the Teen Titans uh. and so he has to choose between the two of them and he chose either to be like his grandfather Ra's al Ghul or like his father Batman and he chose Batman and so these these assassins are trying to kill them all. Which, Which makes no sense why you would randomly kill people he's never met before. Exactly. So I don't understand it's why. It's a very weak plot. Because so each one of the assassins was assigned to kill one of these people, but none of them had ever met each other. And Wally was just created. Yeah. Not e- It hasn't even been a year. So why would the League of Assassins even care about someone who just got his powers? Yeah. Because... This book and Flash are supposed to be going in tandem yep. because in Flash, Barry's going to train him. So he's here, and it's like, I, that, and so, no. And then the assassins, who he's been training with before he left, I guess for maybe a year when he was like, or maybe he was eight or nine, I don't know. Um, three. He was three. So so one of the characters Fighting is in his named, diaper. And so each of the characters trying to is supposed to kill another character. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, <laughs> so there was Blank, who was an albino shapeshifter, and his target is Beast Boy, of course. Then there's Stone, who is super strong and an earth mover. He is shielded by rocky armor, and the target is Starfire because she's super strong. Then you have Plague, and she has a disease touch that can rot metal stone or whatever, and she's targeting Raven. And then there's Night Storm, who can bend the weather to his will, weaponizing it into a hard wind or gusting himself into a fight. And his thing is Flash, because he's sort of a speedster. And then Mara is a skilled swordswoman, martial artist, and deceptively brilliant, and she goes after Robin. So, Do you remember the X-Men's Alkalites, Magneto's Alkalites? Yeah. Senyaka, the one that had the stuff? Yeah. That's who I thought that was. But just... Like, like very even the, uninspired costumes, exactly the, uninspired the, names. 
everything about it was just just generic and i was just like i was really saddened and i'm like i really and if john boy myers was trying to do something different than this man i wish he would have stayed because this right now it's not good someone gave a cry face it's not good i guess frank villa did i don't know Aww. Who knows? Because he knows I'm sad, or maybe it's maybe it's Uncle Uncle C. I don't know. But I wouldn't I wouldn't wish. It's only two ninety nine, but I was really disappointed by that because I really wanted to to like this book, and right now, it's not doing it. It's reading too much like the original Teen Titans when New Fifty Two hit. It's just directionless. The I, I just don't. I mean, actually, it's not directionless. They they have a clear direction, but it's just the direction. It's boring. So I don't know. Well, and when it comes down to it. I understand you wanting to, you know, forge your own and make new villains for them to fight, but there's a reason why all those characters worked, and this is called Rebirth. Take some of those villains we've yet to see and make them great. Don't yeah. just follow Damien. The other thing I think my problem with it is Damien's had a book, two books in the past, and he's dealt with all this family stuff. It was a nice break. Getting away from the family stuff. Yeah, and then um, this, this just and the whole book's about Damien, and it's like they they had to make it about the other guys by making by making his assassin former assassin friends target them, but they're not friends. Like Damien, Damien doesn't know these people, so why would they target them? I think this we is, both would have liked it if the team came together organically to fight against one common enemy. And in the first arc, they realize. There's a reason why the Teen Titans have been around, and they now want to be it. Exactly, but it just it, it doesn't. This whole thing doesn't work organically, and and in in the plot that that has been like the narrative that has been you know established, it doesn't make sense. And that segues into something that makes no sense. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna end it on these two. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna end it. It's been it's been the rest of it talking about the 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 end of. Death of X and the beginning of uh, X Men or Inhumans, X Men versus Inhumans or Humans versus X Men. Of course, Inhumans goes first. Ugh. It rolls off the tongue better. Yeah, that's what I still call it. X Men versus. Um, so Death of X was a four issue miniseries. I hope Frank is watching because I really want to hear what he has to say about this. I know. Um, so the writers for Death of X, Charles Sewell and Jeff Lemire, pencilers Aaron Cooter and Javier Garon. Inkers Jay Liston and Javier Garan, colorist Maury Hollowell and J. David Ramos, and the letter, hello, my VCs, Joe Sabino. Oh, Joe Sabino. Um, so in this four issues, we had a death that made no sense, a death to get rid of a character that we haven't seen in a decade, and a death that we already knew about. Uh, we also got Crazy Emma coming out of it, um, cuckoos that know something's not up and Magneto who has finally in my eyes this wasn't said but I think he finally realizes that what he's been trying to go for for all this time is really falling I mean he's not going to get his dream and now he really wants to help the mutants but not because he wants to lead them but because he wants to save them Um, you really didn't like this uh because am I to believe? Here we go. That Emma Frost one is that powerful. Two. Uh, am I to believe that you're gonna bring back Alchemy just to kill him like that? I was so disappointed because I really thought that that was a character that was so underutilized. And three. And I think that was it, though. I think that was well, it. they can move the cloud somehow. The cloud, they that they did happen to move a cloud, which yeah. was good. Yeah. Um, but it just, it just, I, Emma Frost was able to project the image of Scott with the help of the cuckoos. No, the cuckoos didn't know. I they were still being used though. Bro, I think I think she might have tapped into them to do something because they didn't realize it. No, 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 no. I thought that's what they were no. doing. I read that wrong. No, the cuckoos didn't know. This was all manipulated by her. By Emma Frost, and and so Scott died the moment he stepped foot in Mirror Island. He died, and, and so everything else was just a projection. Was manipulated by Emma Frost, and I'm like, the cuckoos couldn't penetrate the minds of of the 
of the royal inhumans, the royal family, yet Emma Frost is strong enough to do that? I was like, really? She became such an Omega-level mutant in order to do that. And then to fool Black Bolt like that? It just, it just, it just didn't... It was like they had to martyr Scott like that. It, it, it didn't make any sense. He could have just did that. He could have just did that him whole it didn't it, there didn't need to be this twist of Emma Frost being behind it all. It didn't need to happen. It did and, and, and I think it made Scott so much weaker as a character by having it be this like all manipulated by her. And then at the end when when Havoc shows back up. Havoc shows up. But and now his like, face is scarred because it wasn't scarred, but it was scarred, and then I'm pretty sure didn't he show up and it was healed? I have no and idea. And we all were like, what the hell? I have no idea, but now know. it's back to being scarred. And then, like, and then Kavik is like, no, I know it's not true. This is not him. It doesn't feel right, blah, blah, this and that. And then she tells Alex. Come with me. I'll tell you the, my plan. She tells Alex. And I'm thinking, why did she tell Alex? Is Alex going to be uh, uh, a... Like, is is she going? Is he going to be core horse into helping her with this now? Is he going to come up with this? I don't. I just. So I have a question. I was just angry about it because it's like you you have him going through this. You have Scott going through this descent, literal descent, for the last five years or more into this person that would do anything for the mutants, and then he doesn't even get that. Can I ask you my question? It was so annoying. My question is: when we came out of Secret Wars, and it was that eight month gap. And the other Cyclops, didn't they start that off where, you know, he shows his face, people hate him, people hate Cyclops. He didn't do anything. He literally, this four-issue miniseries, he did not do anything. To warrant To warrant everything that the Marvel writers in the beginning made him. Is it just me? Or did he do something? they didn't. Because they wrote him, like you said, he just died by what the world thinks, by Black Bolt. Yep. They how is that him. doing anything? Yeah, how does that, how, but yeah, how exactly. does that make people angry? I, I, that, I didn't unless they were unless they were all in humans and the, and they were mad at him for for destroying one of the clouds. But that didn't make sense. No, to me. this was. Do you, I don't know if you read no, the I first remember. arc and like everyone was against young Cyclops and yeah, because there were all these signs like yeah. Scott did something. We all thought Scott was going to do something horrific. And he didn't. He didn't do any of that. No, he fucking died. He died. He coughed and he died. And he whizzed and he died. It's, it was stupid. It was dumb. And I, I think it, it, it just it, it it came off like a wet fart. It's just like like you you're, you have this big ass build. Gross. No, you have this big build up in your gut and you're expecting something to happen. And then it's like nothing. Just I mean, it was just it was not good. So I did so not like it. Death I, of X is a miniseries. You're saying is a wet fart. It, it was. Like, you, there's better ways to make Emma Frost a strong character, and that is not one of them. So now so now she has this huge vendetta, and she loses herself completely because now she's going to make Scott an idea. You know, I, there's no reason for it because, the whole, he, because uh. she manipulated the whole thing. I mean, wouldn't she be stronger? Wouldn't it be stronger for her if she actually saw him doing it? But now she's manipulating it into making people be- believe that he's this god. Why don't you just make him be a? Why don't you just make him be this martyr, writers? You know, is that the twist that it was all Emma Frost, and now she's going crazy because? Of the, I mean, I I get what they're trying to say, but it doesn't ring true to 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 Scott's character. I mean, I guess it does because Emma Frost is uh, a shart. <laughs> I guess it does. I guess it does because. Because Emma is trying to have him live up to that to that potential, but I just wanted Scott to do it. All right, so we got to get uh, into this. Sorry, in Humans versus X Men, Zero writer Charles Sewell, artist Kenneth Rockefort, Kenneth Rockefort, color artist was Dan Brown, letter VCs Clayton Cowles. It's a zero because nothing happened. <laughs> this was Emma trying to get better, putting the teams together, getting everyone on the same page. Uh, that was to fight the, her war to fight her war. Um, and it, and it all happens during the six month gap, and we get um. Who do you think the a mystery lot woman of, is? A lot of fucking uh, it's Sage. A lot of fucking. Uh, I hope it's Sage. A lot of a lot of uh posturing by Magneto, by her, by um, by um, Medusa. They're all posturing in this in this in this in this whole thing. It's like it's like it's, it's like a pissing contest. And then Beast overhears Medusa. 
and you're like I actually liked the one character that I actually liked in this whole book was Beast. Really? Yeah, I liked Beast because of his his optimism and 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 he was really trying to change everything to make it better. And I think he really feels that this is something that he can solve and it's not his fault. This time it's not his yeah, fault. Yeah, it's not his fault and he's like I I really liked Beast's Beast's characterization in this in this. I really liked him talking about it and actually going through it and trying to find his way to do it. And then the whole thing about how just like just like how the Terrigen Mist affects each individual with the, with uh, with a Cree uh, Cree genes differently, it affects mutants with with an X gene differently. So that's why he can't cure it in one fell swoop. He has to cure it for each individual Person, mutant yep. because it affects them each differently. And I thought that was really kind of clever. You know that 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 he might be able to to save one, but he can't save them all. Or, or a few, but he can't see him the whole thing because it's not something that you can just vaccine against. And I, thought, I thought, okay, that's kind of cool. But there has to be something else that's going to happen. You know, something's going to have to fall. And, and that's the one of the problems with this is because now that we have the internet and, you know, people like Rich have to order so far, we know that some people are going to die and some people aren't. Yep. And unfortunately, the O5 aren't going to die. So I'm oh, really you're sad very about upset. That. And that's, that's another thing. That's another fucking oh, thing. Oh, here we go, what? You know, because now Scott has to go back in the past and and die, so this means like we have they have no incentive. So Scott, who's now in the O five, has no incentive to go back in the past because now he's, he knows how he's going to die. That's right. Makes no sense. They literally are killing off everybody because they're young. And I think Frank said it best when he said maybe this is Disney's plan in order to to replace everyone with younger versions of themselves because it sells. And they can sell to a younger market. And I'm like, I didn't really think about that at first, but maybe that is something that's sort of happening, you know, because they're getting too old now and they have to reinvent the wheel. And by doing that is time travel, time travel. So all this, all in humans versus X-Men was, was, was Emma Frost, like Rich said, trying to get the band together to, to um, fight the Inhumans. And I, part of it thought, I thought it was cool. Her jumping off the her jumping off the uh, the uh, mountain the cliff, mountain, having the, Magneto hurl you know the knife. Yeah, and I'm thinking, see, and that's the thing. It's like, like what happens if if I just think Magneto would have did that. I mean, yes, they were talking shit about each other, and I thought that was kind of funny. Like, like there was so much posturing, you know, the Magneto like ha- having them all balancing on a beam. I was just like, really, Magneto doesn't need to. Magneto does not need to have displays of his power like that. He doesn't. Like Magneto, that's that's what I mean. It's like Magneto doesn't need to Especially do that. Especially with the way he's been written in the last, I would say, three years. Yeah, he doesn't need. He knows he's a badass. People knows people know he's a badass. He doesn't have to show it. He just fucking does it. I don't know. Just it's, it's something about it about about the the the, the X Men and the mutants and it just it's just not ringing true and that's why I'm finding it really hard to read Marvel books right now especially about these characters Sad. that I love it's really hard and that's why I think I'm gravitating more to DC and this is a larger conversation that we can have but um, that's not what we're going to have right now so I want to give a special thanks to our sponsors uh, Club Card Comic Club Card Printing <laughs> Club Card they do all the printing for our for our nice beautiful stuff that you can our palm cards and everything I uh, want to say thank you to Terry Miller who does all of our, you, our, uh, our music that you hear at the beginning and the end of the shows. Thank you so much, Terry, for that. We we'll thank uh, Gene Gilmet, who is um, who is who is our uh, artist. Uh-huh. And he thank is, you, Gene. Thank you, Gene. Does all the things of Rich trying to kill me. It's really cute. I I have to tell you about the one that I asked him to do. Ooh. You're gonna love it. Um, <sighs> do I for succeed? next season? Uh, no, you never do. <gasps> um, he's at RLT Press. Uh, Dot com. You can check him out, and you can also check him out on CBR's The Line It Is Drawn. He did um, a wonderful, beautiful Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman this week. So please, please check it out. And I want to give a special shout-out to our main sponsor, Whatever Comics, located at... 548 Castro Street in really cold San Francisco, located between 18th and 19th. Check us out online at facebook.com, whatever store. Thank you. Um, I want to say thank you to everyone who is listening yes. or listened, continues to listen to us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we wanted to say this last minute, this last minute to say thank you to all of you who who have helped make this uh, podcast a reality. Um, because it really means a lot to Rich and myself that you tune in live and you listen to us. And the people who can't tune in live, it, it means a lot to us that you go and actually follow us. Um, 
Frank, Charles, uh, Emily, Emily, Paul, my husband, your husband, uh, uh, who else? Adam has listened. Adam we have has. Rogers listened. Um, a lot of people listen. A lot of people listen. I can't remember everyone. Yeah, thank you so much for all the people and um. And if you want to help us out, you can always help us out when the Patreon comes out um, in in January. In January, and then when we go when we go on to YouTube, you, know, you can always like and share and just let people know about us because we're doing this for you. Geek